Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello and welcome everyone to the Super Rugby Podcast Round 17. We're getting so close to the end, but you're here with your host, Damien Warren and Toby Harris. Toby, Toby, Toby. Could I just say, I have thoroughly enjoyed watching many a game of rugby this weekend. It's It's been absolutely fantastic, hasn't it? There have been some great games. Some Yeah, I mean, I was a little bit depressed after the first few New Zealand performances, but on the whole, Super Rugby has... It's been a little bit of a slow start of this Can year, I but it's started it's to come almost, into it. It's almost been its strongest week, game-wise. Game-wise, yeah. And absolutely. And some of the teams have outdone themselves. Oh, it's been... Uh, and, as I say again, it's been brilliant. Jaguares, oh. Crusaders, Hurricanes, the Cane, oh the Canes without Bowden Barrett. Yeah, I know. Actually, <laughs> here's me. They won't win without Bowden, <laughs> yeah. mate. Not and the Mitchell, first time and you've Mitchell, been wrong. hey, he looked like he could play ten. This means he's had a game. He's had a game <laughs> in hand. But anyway, we cannot digress any longer. We're going mate. to our listeners' questions, and you have got our first one, yes, Tobes. I do. So, I have got this one. Uh, this one is from uh, I mean, uh, Armin. Armin. I'm going to go for Ar- Armin. Armin. Armin from Argentina. Naturally a Jags fan, obviously. So he has said, I've only recently discovered your podcast and it's already one of my favourites. Well, I'm Which, a little bit disappointed that <laughs> so you've only much. recently discovered it. <laughs> but I'm it. A li- also a little bit disappointed <laughs> that it's one of his favourites. <laughs> it should be his, his favourite. Okay, so my question is, what do you think it would take for Argentina to get a second Super Rugby franchise? There are so many different sort of different angles factors. to look at here. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to, I mean, I think Phil Kearns would love to see them have another team in. <laughs> he might eventually stop screaming, but the questions I've got to ask, do they have the money yes. to pay their players well enough to put out two teams? Do they have... Do they have the players? I think they have the players. I, I think, think they, they have the players. Too. I mean, you see how young the team actually is. And you see nine replacements yeah. still go out and put out performances. Yeah. So do they have, they have the players now... But what about after World Cup? So how many of those those players who aren't currently in that in that squad, that, that Haguare squad, yeah. how many of those are, are going to go off and play in Europe? Yeah. That which, which eats into that number. But my big, big or question is... Or even America now. Even America now, yeah. yeah. My big question is, who would they replace? Because... Obviously, Super Rugby has said they are going to love going back to 14 teams. Yeah, but uh, hey, the um, Sunwolves have gone now. So that's, yeah, that means potentially, yeah. maybe not next year or the year after, you know, potentially in a couple of years down the track, they can go, right, okay. Super 15 worked okay, didn't Super it? Super 15 worked okay. Obviously, the Sunwolves are absolutely dreadful. No, they haven't been dreadful. 
They have not been dreadful. They have not been dreadful. They've, <laughs> you, they've, you put your bloody foot down there. <laughs> they've hey, been Tony entertaining. Brown I mean, yes, well. they've had... They've had some shocking maybe losses. Maybe four, four, maybe even three... Maybe, no, <laughs> definitely three, if not four, shockers. Yes. But they've given people, even on the weekend, they, they gave had, them a run for their yeah, money. I was going to say. And they've had a good group of players together. Yeah. So I'm going to say, do they want a second team? And, and my answer to that is, I don't think they do at the moment. It served them really well oh, to run one team. Definitely. And I'm not sure whether they'd have enough money to pay the players well enough to put out two teams. But if it, if it continues to grow at the rate it's growing, then as you say, Tobes, two years, that might not be an issue anymore. And there might be enough to sell yeah. um, to make it worth their while. Yeah. Well, so we we would love to see two oh, teams. I know, I, know, I know a lot of people would love to see. I'd still, the, I'd still love to see the Summers in there. I would love to see the Summers yeah. in there as well. They've been fantastic. Maybe a Poverty Bay team? Gizzy team? Buller, mate. Buller all the way. Buller. That's bulls. <laughs> so, yes, we would love them. I'm sure that a lot of people would love them. Would Sanzar get right in behind it? Mm. Well, we. I don't think for the foreseeable future, and I'm talking no. about maybe foreseeable future in Sanzar is literally a couple of years. I know. <laughs> they change the tune every five seconds. So, it, hopefully, it's not too far away. Yeah. Next question, dear Damien and Toby, another person who puts me first. Which is absolutely awful. Who's it from? It's like Ant and Dick, isn't it? It's from bloody Justin. Justin. (laughs) Justin from Auckland. Auckland. So Justin from Auckland says, I've been trying to find a good rugby podcast for ages and almost gave up hope until I found you guys. You guys. So thanks for putting on a great show. Love Toby's humour. I'm still trying to wait for that humour to come through. And, and knowledge from Damien. <laughs> of course what? it is. <laughs> what? My knowledge. Yes. <laughs> Obviously not very funny. Um, <laughs> I would like to ask you both, what's going on with the Blues? They have all the players, but never seem to produce the goods. What do you think they need to do to be successful? Again, because we have to remember when Super Rugby started all those years ago, they were amazing. They were the dominant force. They were the Crusaders. You know, of the early they were days. Better. They were better than the Crusaders. Yeah, I would say that because Crusaders are awful. <laughs> okay. Um, th- he's right, though. They've, they've got all the players, but they can't seem to produce. And they've been doing that for the last few years, if I'm honest. Well, more than a few years. More than a few well, years. Well, a handful. You're almost going back 10 years. When did they last win it? 2003, was it, you said? I remember oh, it was one of your mate, quiz questions. Something like that. It's such a long time awful ago. your quiz questions. And that was like, that was a brief blip of yeah. them being good again. Everyone still got their hopes up. Yeah. What do they need to do? They've got the stadium. Yes. They don't really have the fans, but I think they'd have the fans if, if they... If they keep producing... Know, producing... Performances. Environment, environment, environment. They, they've made some have good... Have they got the coach? I think they do. I think they've got the coach... I think they've got the players, whether or not they'll be able to keep hold of them. I think, unfortunately for the Blues, we say they've got the players, yeah, but not in key positions. They haven't really had a really good nine and a really good ten. No, no. They haven't really had a wonderful, loose... I know people will be spitting at me saying, of course, but they, they've just, in certain positions... Jerome Yeah, they really lacked a little bit of leadership. Yeah at times in that forward pack. I agree. And then maybe not as dynamic in the forwards no. as some of the other outfits, especially in the front row. Yeah, Not as true. dynamic. So. Oh, well, they've got a few All Blacks in the front row. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm not saying they don't have some yeah. good players, but it's small margins that they've lost games by this year. But like you said earlier, leadership. Where's that person to take the bull by the horns Almost literally out of the weekend. But <laughs> I thought that's what you're angling for. To be honest. But, you know, like, where have they got... Where, well, they don't have that person. You know, Patrick, I'm sure he's doing a fantastic job. But you don't... Oh, it's weird. You don't really yeah, they, see him, If though. they played like a South African team, they probably would have more success. And it's almost they've got a hybrid of how they play. They try and play a mixture, which hasn't really worked out for them. 
No, I mean, they've done you know, some, some amazing big, things. Some massive I mean, boys. Some of their rugby on the weekend was breathtaking. Yes. And then they went and lost the game. But we'll go into that in more detail. So what do they need to do? I think they're already doing a lot of what they need to do. They just need to give it some time. And they need to try and get in a couple of extra players in key positions. Like, they need a good team. You yes. need, you know, to do well as a New Zealand team, mm. you need a good team. And the reason for that is is because we rely on being have a pivot, playmaker. Yeah. Whereas a lot of other, you know, the South African teams don't, they're not so heavily reliant on I having mean, a good got, nine and they've ten. They've got some pretty good tens, mate. South African teams. Yeah. I mean, Pollard, good ten. Yeah. Name another one. Uh... Yankees, yeah, <laughs> he was pretty good. He was, he was, he was pretty good. Although Yankees, this year, Yankees would be good in a New Zealand team. He plays like a Kiwi, doesn't he? Correct. Yeah, he yeah. plays like a Kiwi. So they're not far away. If they can just get in, let's just say Richie Mawanga went to Auckland. Please don't do that, Richie. If he went to Auckland, they would fly. But they need a player like that to set their back, to set that back line alight this year. And they haven't had it. They've had Plummer, who's good player but can't kick. It's They've got Attila Black, who's a good kicker but can't, you know. Can't play. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing with that is they're always chopping and changing. There's no consistency. Yeah, that's something that I did think was interesting. Because on the, on the weekend, if you didn't watch, you know, Harry Plummer wasn't playing. No. Attila Black was back in there. Yeah. Just thought that was strange to play Harry Plummer yeah. one week and then not the next. Are they it, building for something... For something more, you know, is this their test, their sort of test season? Leon McDonald's first season at the Blues? Oh, m- yeah, hugely. I mean, they've, they've, they've looked good at, at times. times yeah. And they've looked a lot better than they have in the last five or six years. They've looked like they could go on and win rather than being a real disappointment. Yeah. And I think Patrick has done a great job leading them as well. So a lot of things are going in their favour. I'm just guessing... If they can just keep hold of Nonu, Sonny Bill, they've got half a chance next year. I really sure. mean that. I don't think they will, but no. if they did manage to do that, they, they, I think they'd do well next year. Yeah. Yeah. And really, really compete. Our last question now, Toes. Now, sadly, we don't have a voice question today. No, disappointing. Disappointed. I, I'm, uh, I would like next week for there to be a fantastic voice question. So if you're out there and you'd like to put in your voice question, just send it to us. Because it's easy for us. All we have to do is push a button. And now we've got to earn our crust yeah. here. I know. We've got to actually <laughs> talk. God. Okay, right. This is from Xavier. And he says, hi, guys. I'm Xavier from Perth in Australia. Been enjoying the podcast. I have a question about your... World Cup predictions. In 2015, we saw Japan get over the top. Yeah, get over the top of a strong South African team. Who they did they lose in the? Yeah, they lost to us in the semi final. So they made the semi final. Very strong, unlike England, who <laughs> lost, who didn't get out of the group stages. Anyway, um, given that they are now playing at home, with the weight. Of their passion, of their passionate nation behind them, I can't see why they won't finish second in Pool A by beating Scotland. I think that's huge to say they're going to. I absolutely agree. It's gutsy, isn't it? Xavier is a man, a wise man. Yeah, well, he's from Perth, mate. I'm not sure they're too wise out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's Hobart. <laughs> um. I would say that you've got a great point. They're at home. They only really need to beat... I mean, they've got to beat Samoa as well. Yes. Yeah. Who aren't a pushover. Who aren't a pushover. So they've got to win that game. Can they beat either Ireland or Scotland? Now, I would say Scotland might seem on the face of it to be the easier one to win. Yeah. But they've been playing well. The back end of the Six Nations... Yeah, and they ha- hardly had half their players. Yeah, that's what I mean. And I don't think Scotland are going to turn up taking Japan as a win. No. Whereas maybe Ireland may. Yeah. So we're going to say that you're going to have to be either that's, Scotland or Ireland. But can I just say that's also, if we're looking at pool, pool of death, that's a hard one. You know, you've that got, you've got pool, Ireland, yeah. Scotland, Samoa, who may not win 
or may not beat two of those teams or both of those teams. Or they even might one, beat some, but they might beat they might beat in Ireland or a Scotland. Yeah, but on their day they could definitely win, but they'll also push them right to the end. You know, they'll try and bash them up for a bit. They've got a good scrum. I don't know too much about their players, but they've. I mean, historically they've had a bloody good scrum. I'm going to go and say that that. Japan will beat maybe either Ireland or Scotland, but I think they're going to lose to Samoa. And I think that means that Scotland and Ireland will both get through and they won't. I reckon they'll put one massive performance out there, but they may trip up on the teams that possibly they should beat because they would have put everything. I mean, going to World Cup and playing tough match after tough match after tough match is incredibly difficult. Well, it was like the Japanese in 2015, you know, all high and mighty beating South Africa, and then they got whooped against Scotland, which meant that they didn't go through. That, and I think that will happen again. Yeah. I think they'll get up for, as I say, the islands yeah. and the Scotlands, but they might just go, God, we're knackered now. We've had a couple of hard games. Yeah, a couple of um, injuries. We, w- we will look into that and see what the actual win they're playing yeah. them because we haven't done that because we're, we're rookies. Yeah, we're rookies. <laughs> um, but yeah, it could be very, very interesting. I think they'll, they'll, they'll get up for those games, but they might not get up for the games they should win. Yeah. So I'm still saying, Xavier, that I think Scotland and Ireland will make it through and Japan will be close, but not close enough. No cigar. Anyway, that is the end yes. of our listeners' questions, Tobes. What do you think of them? Yeah, fantastic. As yeah. always, our wonderful listeners. They always, are good, aren't they? Always give us something Can to talk I about. Can I just have a, let's do a little bit of a plug, eh? How do they get a hold of us, Damo? <laughs> they get a hold of us at Super Rugby Pod and the Super Rugby Podcast at gmail.com. But also, they can go what's Facebook. The Twitter. The Twitter. I've just done the, that. Oh, <laughs> shows how much I know, eh? Uh, the Facebook. It's, I mean, people are getting hold of us on the Facebook, yes. even though we've tried to say don't. <laughs> no, it's good, though. But it's good. So yeah. any of those. Uh, and YouTube. We're, we're on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Yeah, God. I know. It's a real, I mean, it we puts should, a lot of people off. We actually. should really have a screen over our face, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely more people would watch us if they couldn't see us, if that makes any sense. But up next, we are going to be previewing and reviewing. Oh, we're going to review first and then preview the games from the weekend and next weekend. Right, mate. First game. First game of the weekend. Highlanders versus the Bulls. Yes. Ended up a 24-all draw. Again, we say it every time there's a draw. It's like kissing your sister. It was, mate. But it's it got to be done. It was one of those where I just sat. I mean, you fair play but to the Bulls. But you'll take it. That's the one. That's right. Fair play to the Bulls. They, um, they came back into it. They came back into it, but... I think the Highlanders let them come back into it, which is the frustrating part. I think that the, 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 the Highlanders had the win in their hands yes. and they somewhat threw it away because they they were chasing the bonus point try, left, right and centre, yeah. made but too many ne- mistakes. But they needed it. It was either the bonus point try or that's their season gone. No, I understand that. But that's not how you get the bonus point try. You pin them in the corners. You make them run from yeah. deep, turn over, kick them into the score corners, try. and score your tries that way rather than trying to fling it from every single position on the pitch. Can I, I just say, though, some of their tries were fantastic. Oh, yeah, Masaki I mean, Naholo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, very, very good. I think you know, Last um, game at home for the Highlanders at yeah. Forsyth Bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And... Two great tries. Yuani, very good. Whitelock, yeah. amazing. The I young, like the young boy at um, fullback. Do you know his oh, name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he did really, really well, didn't he? Scored two tries. Yeah, look, two good finishes. Looked really sharp. But he also looked quite comfortable. He looked chilled out, actually. Yeah, didn't he? like almost too chilled out. <laughs> almost too chilled out. Uh, I, I love the fact. I love the indoor stadium. I love the fourth side bar. Yeah. I just think Crusaders. I know they're in the planning process of of getting maybe an indoor stadium. Are they really? Yeah, and they, they need shouldn't. to. They shouldn't. They need to, mate. No, we need more indoor stadiums. I'll tell you what. what I, don't, I, what? Don't, I don't mean the ones that have a roof that goes on and off. Waste of time. Yeah. 
fourth size bar, just just put them all out there. <laughs> what the Crusaders need to do is just just get rid of the franchise, spread the players out elsewhere, and then just be done with the Crusaders. No one likes them. I'm no no comment. <laughs> no comment. Yes. <laughs> Defence looked good. Lots of pressure. Uh, up very quick. This is the Bulls. Bulls, yeah. They were up very quick, weren't they? Something that this year has come into the Super Rugby competition is the defensive structures have been probably the biggest improvements that they've made. Uh, as Ronan O'Gara said, he said, you know, the New Zealand teams love to just try and score from anywhere. And they don't really care whether the opposition score, but no. but this year, you know, that, that's obvious that a yeah. lot of lot of coaches are putting in a lot of effort. Yeah. Would do you think Tobes they could really benefit from possibly getting in some Northern Hemisphere coaches to run defensives? Because let's well, be honest, you know, it's not something that the Kiwis or the Australians or even the South Africans have been well renowned for. No. No, we've been well-renowned well for scoring tries, haven't we? Attack, attack, attack. But, you know, those Northern Hemisphere <coughs> teams, especially, you know, Wales at the moment, fantastic Wales, D. But Ireland. The, but who, who's their defensive coach at the moment? Who's this? Sorry. Wales. Wales? I'm not too sure. Oh, um, Edwards. Sean Edwards. There fantastic defensive yeah. coach. Get him over. Yeah. Get him over. But he wouldn't stop from the – he wouldn't stop coaching Wales and come and coach well, he, New Zealand he is, he is team, stopping. Is he? he is stopping coaching Wales <gasps> because Gatlin's gone and he wanted the job. Right. And he's, he's sort of, I don't know, he's maybe throwing this toys out of his pram. Did he and not he get said it? He didn't get it, so he's gone, well, I'm off. I'm off. So that'll be interesting to see how they, they do. Um, but definitely felt that the Bulls, did they deserve to draw? No. Don't think they did really. I don't think so. I think the Highlanders gave it to them on a plate a little bit at the end, but they still drew. They still drew the match. Still played well, and you can't knock them for getting into that position. But up next, Tobes, uh, we've got the Reds, uh, who just beat the Blues twenty nine twenty eight. Came down to a final penalty. No conversion. Last play, Last play wasn't it really? Yeah. The difference is that the Blues got off to a great start, absolutely fantastic start. Manonu was in amazing form, and Can he I just definitely say, made me think, got to be in the ABs again. His, that pass. Oh, unbelievable, yeah. His, his passing, some of his passes are better than a uh, halfback or scrum half and <laughs> hemisphere talk. You I, know, I, that... I, oh. Only he, only, only he could do that as well. I've not seen another player who has that vision that can make a break. A lot of players are good on the outside, but he can just look on the inside, throw a, what, a 20-metre pass yeah. on the inside perfectly. Perfect. To, you know, under pressure. Another, another time he's done that was against South Africa. It was the last sort of few minutes. He makes a break, loses his boot in the process of, you know, just getting ankle tapped. Runs, South African fullback comes, he throws a 25-metre pass to Izzy Dag, who scores eventually scores in the corner, but it was just perfect. Perfect pass. I don't think Lamape could do it. No. I don't think, I don't think Anton Sonny Leonard Bill, Brown could Sonny do Bill it. Sonny Bill definitely couldn't do it. No. And I think that's what you need. You need someone that's going to make a break and, and give the pass, make the break, give look, the pass. Look to link straight away. Here's my next question, though. Who would you start at 12 for the ABs now, right Ooh, now? As Brian Crotty played pretty well. Nah, you, you can't go Crotty. I think the way that you Lamar have to Pace. play against Northern Hemisphere teams, these teams that come up really quick, is you've got to go through them. You can't go round them for a start. Got to, you've got to batter them. You've got to batter them, and I think... That Manonu could do that. And the difference yep. between Manonu and, say, let's say, a La Mape is Manonu's going to go through the gap, give the pass, whereas La is going to go through the gap and try to go through again. And try and go through again. And he probably could go through yeah. again. He's someone, La Mape, who I've got a lot of time for, but he's someone who I think you bring on. You bring on. Okay, so what Toby's <laughs> doing for those that can't see us at the moment is. That he's he's showing he's showing the you have to go on YouTube to really have a look. He's showing that I've written nothing on this game, and the reason why I've written nothing on this game is because I 
watch this game about three times and don't need to write anything on it. I, I, I was really disappointed by so this. So was I. The, the Blues should have won it quite hands down, really. Quite handsomely yeah. should have won it. And just being a little bit summed up their season, they've shown that they can be fantastic, but when push has come to shove, they were already on the bus on the way home before this game actually finished. Have you, have you, seen, have you seen the tackle count? 80 to the Reds, 206 to the Blues. 206 tackles. That's, that's incredible. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's amazing. I, I, I also think you, you look at the, the offload stats, 17 offloads to six. I just think defenders beaten though. 17 defenders. The, the Blues seven. bet yeah. 17 defenders to seven. Clean breaks, seven to four. A lot, a lot of these stats were earned in the first half. And you can see yeah. that tackle count. That was literally the second half when the Blues just stopped playing rugby. They just had to defend, 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 couldn't they? Yeah. Well, they did, didn't they? And they, didn't, they did miss significantly more tackles as well. Uh, the, you can't knock the Reds. Again, they did no. not give up. They stuck in there. They kept on playing. And they deserved the win. I agree. I agree. They, they, they unlike the Bulls... You know, it wasn't necessarily the Blues that gave it away. Although, I mean, it kind of was. Oh, the, the Blues just didn't play smart rugby. But they, but they didn't. They didn't. But they, yeah. ga- they, they gave up because they almost looked, oh, look, we've, we've got in the bag almost. Let's, let's start mucking around a bit. Yeah. You know, they yeah. Did, their structure went. Everything piece yeah. went. They, they, they managed to hold it for 20 minutes, but then they struggled to do it over... 60, 70, 80 yeah. minutes, and that's been the story of their their season for sure. But 29, 28, it was a, flare, a fair reflection of the game. But hey, mate, the next game, do you want to mention it or do you want me to mention uh, it? So the Rebels won 66 <laughs> nil. Oh, no, sorry, that's a misprint. Now, we had a good chat after this game, and straight away we both agreed. The Crusaders did not play that well no. first half. By the way, it's sixty-six nil to the Crusaders. Yes, of course it was. Here, here, here are a few things that I, I put down. I said some nice early tries from the Crusaders, but they always give the, op- the, op- the opposition a chance to get back into the game by either giving a penalty or playing from too deep. And this was really highlighted in this game. Yeah, the Rebels just were not very good. They didn't capitalise. No. They had lots and lots of opportunities, but didn't take them. And then, when we were 14-0 up, the Crusaders 14-0 up, they didn't take a kick at the post. And I just think they lost the line. I just think, I know they went on to win 66-0, but when you're playing one of the top teams, when yeah. you're up by 14-0... It's not that much, is it? it? One, it's not that much. But secondly, if you get those three points, yeah. they've got to score three. Two yeah. converted tries and then a penalty but or pretty much three tries. They've got to score three times. To, to yeah. get over you. It's psychologically a massive thing. And I just think sometimes the Crusaders don't sort of acknowledge that. Mm. And they just go, oh, we'll just keep... And, and yes, it worked for them, 66-0. But I just think... But they could have scored so many more tries. You know, all-black captain, Kieran, Kieran Reid. Kieran Butterfingers Reid, eh? It was awful. Don't ever say that again. <laughs> that was awful for me. That's a Toby joke. <laughs> But seriously, I mean, I've never awful. seen him do that before. I've never seen him do that before. Oh, so run through For those that didn't so see it, he ran through the gap. He ran probably 20, 30 metres. He went to change the ball and change hands, and he just knocked it on. Yeah. It was yuck. <laughs> it was yuck. Uh, Brandon Enor. Braden Enor. Oh, he was amazing. Richie Mwango had his best game I've ever seen him play. Great kick pass to Severis. Uh, well, two, also. Two, two great kick passes yeah. uh, in the game. Wow, Kier, the Kier, second one. second one was a great line. Who scored it? Um, Havili. No, no, Enor. Enor scored the, the other one. He, he, he bounced. He ran onto it at a million miles an hour. He bit the inside man, fended him off and went under the post. Oh, I thought it was Havili got the bounce. No, no, it wasn't. Oh, okay. It wasn't. And, do you know what was it? Three tries for both wingers. And you've said yeah. before, a good team... 
You can tell a good team by how many tries the wingers score. Did I say that? You did, mate. Jeez. I think you called that one off me. Um, <laughs> Where did I pull that one out from? And it's true, isn't it? In saying that, the midfield for the Crusaders was very, very good. They were. Wow. They were. They were very, very good. Ryan Crotty had the best game he's had all season. Yes, I agree. Good Hugh had the good best Hugh, game he's all no, season. I disagree. What, what, what did you do wrong? I'm not saying you did anything wrong, but I'm saying it wasn't the best game of the season. For him. Name his best game of the season then. <laughs> I can't even remember who they played last week. I thought it was. I thought it was defensively was really strong. And do you know what I liked about... I, I, I understand what you... He didn't make lots of breaks. But he, his service was very, very good. His service was excellent over the weekend. The Rebels, a couple of things I didn't like was booing Quay Cooper. Now... When he came on... New, rugby is is about respect, but that wasn't that was from the Crusaders fans. Yeah, no, no, I get that. Yeah. Solidarity, you know. Look at the values of rugby, and I just think booing Quay Cooper That's goes. Wrong, I mean, and we were so far ahead. I'm, I, I, what I'm going to say might not be very nice for everyone to hear, but I'm going. It's almost footballish. Yeah, it is. I absolutely agree. You know, and rugby isn't. A football game. I mean, rugby football, obviously. But, you know, we don't have those sorts of fans that try and fight each other. And we all can sit down after a game and have a beer. Yeah, and I, I think they just or, or, maybe lost or, a bit of sight of Or that. a DC. Or a DC, <laughs> mate. Diet Coke for you. Uh. I thought the Rebels showed some good structure in D, but I think they got their game plan wrong. They were trying to shut down the midfield of the Crusaders. You don't have to need to shut down the midfield of the Crusaders. They were flying up, weren't they? They were flying up. And then they, there's the, all those kick which passes the kick over, passes, the, top, over yeah. the top. And it killed them. I can't say I've seen a better second half from the Crusaders in a long, long time, though. That was a very, very exceptional. They did, yeah. You know, and they could have taken their foot off the old accelerator, but they didn't. No. And I think the opportunities were taken in that second half compared to the first half. Look at how many metres the Crusaders have got. <laughs> 822 to 231. I mean, you look at any other game and, Defenders and try and beaten find... 15 to 5. I've never seen anything that high. It's because they ran from deep a lot. They ran from deep a lot and were successful from deep many, many times. They run from their own 22 and end up scoring. It's quite amazing, isn't it? But we won't dwell on that. I know that you don't want to dwell on it for very much longer. But next up was Waratahs versus the Brumbies. 24 to the Waratahs, 35 to the Brumbies. And the Waratahs had to win it, and they didn't. They had to win it, didn't they? Brumbies playing sensationally. You look at the... Did you pick them to win? Because uh, I definitely did. No, I, I said Waratahs because they had to win. They were, they were, they were going to win. And I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Waratahs had been playing really well. That's what probably why that's probably why I'm so impressed with the Brumbies because they've come up against uh, a Waratahs team that had to win. They had their backs against the wall, didn't they? They had been playing really, really yes. well. Yeah, and they could turn them over away from home. You know, you put all that together, and you've got to sit there and say, "Well done to the Brumbies." Although it was a really messy start to the game, there's lots of drop balls. Can and I? Whatnot. Can I just Brumbies for the title? They're coming in at the right time. The Brumby, remember when the Brumbies played the Chiefs really early doors, and I and the, they absolutely, you know, murdered the Chiefs. Yeah. And then they went on like a bad run. Yeah. I remember watching that game, going, "God, the Brumbies look really, really good," and then they went sort of, you know, off, off the boil. Yeah. But they are back. Hundred percent. Got great structure. They've got fantastic structure. Which stands them in really good stead. And I think as the season has progressed, it's meant that their results have become more consistent. Everyone knows what they're doing. Every every player could swap. And, you know, you could have a... I know I've been, you know, probably going over top here, but you could have a forward playing in the backs and it wouldn't be... But like the Sunwolves. But like the Sunwolves, <laughs> mate. And they would know what they're doing because yes. they've, they've been coached maybe to an and inch it, of their it, life. It feels like at the moment... The Brumbies are almost like the the Highlanders of Australia. You know, they yes. play for each other. They yeah, don't definitely. have the superstars. Yeah, no, that I, I agree with that. Do, I but agree they with that. play for each other. Yeah, 
and you know, <coughs> going to the Highlanders, they have played some really good rugby this year, and they've played for each other, and they haven't had the best team. And I do feel that there's there, there's the Brumbies who are like that, yeah, and the Haguares are like that. Haguares, you know, are so well drilled now. They play smart rugby, which we'll get on to. Fair result, 35-24. You, you can't knock it, can you? No. And I think the Waratahs scored really late on, didn't they, to make it a little bit uh, more sort of swinging towards uh, a more acceptable game. So it was a good, convincing win from the Brumbies. Next game up, though, mate, we've got the Lions versus the Hurricanes. Now, what was the score? Yeah, mate, I've got no idea. It's chopped <laughs> off the top of my sheet, but I do 37-17. Hey, and the Hurricanes played great, didn't they? Oh, my. They did. They played really, really well. Now, <coughs> quickest try <laughs> was off the kickoff, wasn't it? Was that off the second half? Second half. It was yeah, the start second of the half. second half. It was like, you know, the, the, the Lions were like, oh, we've got a chance here, lads. We've got a chance. No, we, no, we don't have a chance anymore. <laughs> went, over the, <laughs> went over the jumper's head, straight into his lap. He was Scored fantastic the try. in this game, though. He, Every yeah. time he got the ball, he looked strong, didn't he? Yeah, okay, so here's some things that I want you to think about. The Hurricanes play with the least amount of structure out of any of the teams in the Super Rugby competition. I'm going to put it out there. They get themselves out of trouble because they've got some absolutely box office players. Oh, they do, yeah. In this game, they... St- Started and I think last week they started just to get things a little bit more kind of in sync with, and I think it paid off. It did. It's starting to pay off. Yeah, it did. So no Bowden Barrett either, mate. No Bowden Barrett. He wasn't running the show, which he normally does. I just think after halftime they had, they had a magic ten minutes with Ben Lamb scores. I think twice. Yeah. In ten minutes, Lamape was unstoppable at times in this game. I mean, his try from, what, 50 metres was exceptional. Off the line-out, crash ball. And Harry Beats, if you haven't seen it, go on to our Twitter page. I put a little video on there. Harry Beats, the fullback or the winger, oh, is amazing. Great footwork. Great footwork, yeah. But he's also had two cracking games in a week. Oh, and, and, you know, in two weeks, sorry. Yeah, and, and... Which is awesome to see, but also for him, it'll give him confidence. Yeah, and again, his name's right in there at the moment in, in the AB starting lineup. Yes, yeah, and I think you could start him. You could. St- I mean, the, the interesting thing the ABs have got is in their midfield. They could. They could literally like horses for courses. Yes, you know. Oh, we're playing England. Let's beat them up in that midfield. Or we're playing, you know, Australia. Maybe we can be a little bit more, bit of more, bit more adventurous. Yeah, yeah. So horses for courses there. I thought the Lions. They didn't play Yankees, and I'm still, no. for the life of me... Is they, he injured? No, he, he came on. Oh, he came on. He came on, and, okay. and he played really, really well. But I just thought that was really interesting, because they needed to win this game as well, um, in reality, you know, to get as many points as they can going yeah. into, the, into, you know, to get home. Big advantage to be at home for them, and you know, up, at, up high, and, and the air's very, very thin, and people don't like going there. One thing that I thought was really interesting was early more call. The referee called a more so it's, fast. It almost like sevens, wasn't it? It was yeah, literally yeah. like sevens. It's like oh, it's as up more. As soon more. as it's up, bang, yeah. and that killed them. They they didn't deal with that very very well. But they, as you say, they didn't deal with it. They didn't change the way that they played. No, and I think when uh, Severe. And Coles came on. Oh, how good was Coles? He's coming. Honestly, he's. I really like Coles. Did you notice? <laughs> did you notice a little bit of silvery foxy hair? Awful. Awful. I'm Has loving it. I'm loving the uh, fact that he's it, gone. Just because it looks like you. Well, he doesn't he's look got like more hair than me. Yeah. He's got more hair than me. <laughs> but he played fantastic. Scored two tries as well, didn't great, he? Great, great tries as well. Yeah. Really, really well taken. So to sum this game up. Two very two teams who have basic structures who play in in all honesty quite similar kind of one out games of rugby. The difference between them and the Hurricanes is the Hurricanes have some blockbuster players who are just going to get over the game line, who are going to change the game, and especially when Bowden Barrett's playing as well. What did you think of Geordie Barrett's game? He kicked well, apart from a couple of kicks. A couple of kicks, yeah. He, he played a solid he game. Played a solid game. Didn't make many mistakes. No. 
So we're not going to bag no. him. No. We, no, God, no. Uh, Stormers versus the uh, Sunwolves. Uh, 31-18. Yeah, good to see the Sunwolves putting up a little bit of a more fight. <laughs> what, scoring some points. Yeah, scoring some points, yeah. But let's not, let's not dwell on this game. It was... I mean, the Stormers arguably should have done better. I think the Sunwolves would go away happy. Yeah, I agree. I agree, but... You know, looking at the stats here, the Sunwolves had more possession, more meters, more carries. You do, you know, know, do you know what's really interesting clean is... clean breaks, You actually. know, the possession this year has gone out the window. It doesn't matter, does it? It does just it doesn't matter. In no. fact, most teams that win often have, have less, less possession because yeah. it's more about the defense. Yeah. And it's more about, actually, the turnover ball. It's the the more quick. about the tra- tra- um, transition yes. between attack and defense... That is really key. And I think that's where the All Blacks and New Zealand teams excel. And if you look at the turnovers one, it's 19 turnovers to nine. Yeah, that's a big one. I reckon if you look at that stat, turnovers one, the team that generally win that stat win the game. Well, that would be a great stat if you uh, <laughs> if you actually bloody knew it, mate. Well, mate, we, we can look at it now, can't we? You look at the next game, which we're going to move on to now, Jaguares versus the Sharks. 12 to 5. Turnovers won in the Hurricanes game, 22 to 9. God, let's go through this. Here we go. Next one. Brumbies Waratahs, uh, 20 to 11. So am I right so far? Next, right. How, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Next one. Uh, wow, wow. Okay. Um, Crusaders Rebels, 16 to 15. <laughs> the, the, the Blues had more turnovers won. So that, that's oh, the only one so far that's village, let me down. Let me down. The Haguaros, mate. Haguaros, oh. what a game. Was they so are, impressive. I'm not going to lie, but they are cream of the crop. Top draw. They played a fantastic game of rugby. We actually talked about this this morning, didn't we, before we uh, sat down and had a bit of a chit-chat, as we are now in front of the camera. Um it was one of the best games of Super Rugby I think I've seen. Yeah, very, very complete game from yeah. the Haguaros. What I love is, and okay, so when we talk, when I talk about structure, I'm talking about how the forwards and the backs mingle together in open play. And what the Haguaros do really, really well, and it was really evident, I think, in the first try, yeah. was this thing called folds. So they took, a, they took contact in the midfield, they created a ruck, and rather than spinning the ball out in the same direction that it came from... They just cut it straight back, They cut they? back in that angle, and that's the fold. Because what's happened is too many of the opposition players, and this one was the Sharks, have folded around the corner yeah. and haven't left enough on the short side. And they exploited that yeah. amazingly well in this game. In fact, you know, we, we coach, and I will use that yeah. as yeah. an example to my team... This is what you need to try and, you know, replicate yeah. when it comes to folds. They were exceptional. The other thing they do better than any other team is when they're on the attack, when they get out sort of past the midfield, they put those little chip kicks through for their fullbacks, wings. Who are rapid. Because, <clears throat> because what's happened is while they're running, the fullback from the opposition has had to come into the line to make his defence and then yeah. they kick through. But also those kicks are very, very accurate. Oh, yeah, and they, they, they bounce up. Oh, and they they... Bounce, they're awkward, aren't they? But also, if the fullback isn't in the line and he does get the ball, they put pressure on him straight away. They yeah. don't give him a chance to yeah. kick or to pass. The only thing that really let them down was their kicks at goal. Oh, my God, how bad was he? I mean, the, the scoreline would have been more like 45 yeah. to 7, which would have been a true reflection of the game. They were so dominant yeah. against a good shark side. A yeah. really good shark side. The sharks have been. I mean, I know they haven't always, you know, had the points and it's gone their way, but they are a good side. Yeah, definitely agreed. And that is it, mate. Oh gosh, that is it. That's all the games. So next up, we're going to preview next week's. But can I just say one last thing that I forgot to mention? Umanga Jensen, who's playing for the uh, the Hur- Hurricanes. Yes, he had a great game. I've not seen a lot of him before. Yeah. He hasn't played much this season because the Proctor's been in there. I think he was exceptional. 
And that could have been a real, real stumbling block yeah. for them because they had no, no, no Barrett, Barrett and no Proctor. no Proctor. Yeah. But they did have Geordie Barrett, didn't they? They did have Geordie Barrett. Whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, we, uh, we're always unsure. We but always we, think it's a bad thing. But up next, mate, we are going to preview Ooh. next week's games. And we're going to predict, aren't we? Yeah, we're oh, going to yeah, predict. Yeah, predict and preview <laughs> the same. Well, I think it's the same thing. So first up, what have you got, mate? Uh, Highlanders at home to the Waratahs. I've gone Highlanders here. So have I. The reason why I've gone Highlanders is because they've still got a very, 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 very small chance of making it through. They're at home. They always play well at home. So I'm going for them. I agree. Yeah. Um, Rebels at home to the Chiefs. I've gone Chiefs. I think the Rebels may miss out. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna win. No, and I think if well, if they if they do lose the game, then they have a high chance of actually not getting through. Yes. But the Chiefs again have got the smallest of margins, and they if they get the bonus point try, then they're still within a snip, and I think they just might be able to do it. Yeah, well, it'll be good, it'll be a good game to watch actually. Uh, the Jaguars versus the Sunwolves. Easy peasy lemon squeezy, oh, mate. No. The Sunwolves are going to travel. Jaguars are on form. Jaguars, I'm going to say no chance of losing this game, and no. I, I hope I'm not uh, disappointed. Which will take them top. Which yes, is, it will. They already are top. I they think are. they've already They'll just secured extend top their lead. Spot. Yeah. Next one, mate. Hurricanes versus the Blues. Hurricanes at home. Will they Hurricanes rest? are going to win. Will they rest all some of their big players? And therefore, the Blues, will they be given the chance to get over that finish line? Will Sonny Bill come back? No. He might come back, but it's not going to make much of a difference, I don't think. Are you saying the Hurricanes then? I'm going to say the Hurricanes. So yeah. we're all, we, we agree with each other yes. the whole way down this line yeah. so far, mate. Brumbies uh, versus the Reds. Brumbies going to win. They're on form. They're at home. They're looking good. They're looking really, really sharp at home, as you say. And I think Reds may have played their best game last week. Yes. So or this week has just been. Stormers versus Sharks. This is a tight one, tough one. It's a tough one to put. It could go either way, but the Stormers are at home. And that's what sort of pipped it for me. So I'm going to pick, going to pick the uh, Stormers. I agree with you, mate. Stormers. And last but not least, the Bulls versus the Lions. Now, up to this point, we have agreed. Will we agree throughout the whole? And this will be the first time ever. All of the picks. Will we agree? Go on, Toes. Who are you going for? So, <laughs> bit of a story here. Before we uh, w- um, are talking. Uh, on this microphone, my thingy, my jingy. <laughs> we, we sort of looked at each other and we're like, oh, we're all the same. I was like, nope, not anymore. <laughs> I had to change I had to change it. So I've gone the balls and you've gone I've the lines. I've gone the lines, yeah. Now, what I love is here that I've picked exactly the same as Rugby Forecast Predictions. Well, so did I. And then you but changed, I changed, though, changed it, you yeah. changed it. I think there will be some upsets here. Like the, the games that I'm unsure of is the Highlanders. I'm unsure of the Chiefs. I'm unsure of the Hurricanes. Yeah. I'm unsure of the Stormers. Yes. Yeah, that could go And I'm go unsure of the way. Bulls. So there's a lot of games that could go in the completely different direction than yep. we've picked. Definitely. But is it going to be an exciting week? Because for the first time that I can ever remember, <coughs> the whole competition is coming down to the final week's worth of matches where teams are going to miss out or yeah. teams are going to be successful. It's going to be great watching it It'll be it good. All. It'll be really good. But that is our predictions. And next up is the quiz with a twist today, with a twist. Two reasons why there's a twist. I'm not going to give multiple choice questions. What? And secondly, you've done some research. (laughs) I've actually got some good questions. (laughs) So because, Tobes, I went first last week, it's your turn to go first this week. It is. Now, my theme, my theme today, Damo, and we've spoken about this a little bit. But my theme is pay. Salary, okay. salary. So, so, so salary. Now, this has actually come from a listener. A listener wanted to know the difference between lots and lots of salaries within Super Rugby and outside Super Rugby. So we thought we'd do a little segment on it. Yes. My, can I just tell you what my theme is? No. Okay, you go first then. <laughs> <laughs> you can have your little spiel. <laughs> right, mate. Who is the highest paid player in South African Super Rugby? Who is now? Who is now? As in, 
just from Super Rugby. Okay. Is it The Beast? No. Is it Pollard? I think so. Is it Malcolm Marks? Or is it Jesse Creel? It's definitely not Jesse Creel. If it is Jesse Creel, whoever made that decision needs needs a... I think it's Pollard. I think it's Pollard. I think it was The Beast, and I think it's the Pollard now. The Pollard. The Pollard. <laughs> He's a good player as well, isn't he? He's a real good player, Actually, yeah. it's funny because I think salaries used to be um, tight, tight head forwards. Used to get the pay the, really? the most, yeah, but now it's moving to fly halves. Yeah. So I'm going to say Pollard. I might be wrong. It's I think it's between either Pollard or the Beast. It could be Malcolm Marks as well, but I'm going to go Pollard. Okay, so... I don't tell you it is it's raw. It, no, no, it is it is Pollard. <laughs> yes. He's on so this is all done in pounds. So um UK double it, money. double it for New Zealand dollars. Yeah. Not quite double it for Australian <laughs> and I have no idea if that ran. <laughs> but it's it's just over a million pounds a year. Wow. That's like very, a very impressive. Yeah. The beast is on two hundred. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's a big pay cut, eh? Uh, and then Malcolm Marks could potentially be on 200 if he went to Europe. I'm not sure about Jesse Creel. Wow, that, that's really quite low. I think um, Malcolm Marks, because he's in a position where there's a lot of good players in Europe. To be honest, I couldn't find a lot. It yeah, was, yeah, it was yeah. really quite hard. Yeah, I, I, did a, I did some research into this ages ago, and it seemed like he could... He's a great player, but because there's people, it's a saturated market at hooker, so therefore his value drops. Yes. Which is really interesting, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mate, my my theme is on are they in or are they out? So all you have to say is are they in or out? You've got 50-50% okay. chance of winning, okay. but you have to cover two rather than just one. So you have to get both right, right okay. for it to count. Okay. So are they in or are they out? The, na- the first one is Nathan Harris from the Chiefs. Have they re-signed for next year or are they leaving? Oh, my God. They've re-signed him, I think. Is that your final answer? Yes. You are correct. Yeah. So he has re-signed for next year. I did read that. The next one is this. Sean Stevenson, in or out? Chiefs again. He's fullback, isn't he? Fullback or, or fullback wing. wing. Yep. Or no. Are you saying... You're saying... They haven't re-signed him. You are wrong. Am I wrong? They have re-signed him. Interesting, mate. How long's the deal then? No idea. (laughs) No idea. But this is the really interesting thing. I'll tell you now, the Chiefs, no one's leaving as it stands at the moment. Really? Not one player's leaving. So when we talk about their... Their, Let's um, just hope they're bringing players in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But but a lot of the lot of teams, lots are leaving. So yeah. the fact that no one, as it currently stands, not even the coach at the moment, is leaving down to leave means that next year they're looking pretty good. Yeah, they've got something to build on. Whereas a lot of teams have got to plug holes. Your next question to me, mate. <clears throat> right. Is it one nil? It is one nil. Yeah. Sorry, I just well, I got to check one that. wrong, but I had to get two right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To get yeah. Right. Okay, okay. So who's the highest paid in Australia then? Go on. Who's is it, it? Who's out of? Israel Flower. Flower. Uh, Hooper. Foley. Or Pocock. Well, it's an interesting question. Are, 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 we, are we counting Flower? Because he... Is he... It's up to you, mate. <laughs> you can't. So currently <laughs> contracted to the RFU, it's up to you. so you have to you have to you have to clarify. It's up to you, mate. If you look at how much he's been paid this year, then yes, he would be the highest paid player. Is that your final answer? But if you're saying that whoever's contracted to the RFU, he's no longer contracted. So then I'm going to go for Michael Hooper. Who would be wow. next? So who would who? So it was Michael Hooker, Pocock, po, po, and Foley. Foley, yeah, I reckon it's Falau first, and then Hooper second. I don't think Foley is as higher paid as maybe you're leading me to believe. So I'm going to say Falau, but if you're going to try and pull a Swifty on me, then I'm going to go Hooper. <laughs> I was going to pull a Swifty on you, but you're right. It is Hooper, uh, five hundred and seventy-two thousand. Pounds. Yep. Wow. So he's on a decent whack. So he's on. He's on. He's on a million 
Australian dollars, I would yeah. guess. Yeah. It's not bad money, is it? That's all right. It's That's not bad right. money. Yeah. How uh, much do we get paid, mate? I get paid about two pounds an hour. <laughs> I think I'm on eight pounds an hour. <laughs> um, but Izzy, he was on one one point one four million million pounds. Wow. Yeah. I actually think I think it's actually as it he was getting he was going to move up to one point four million. Really? Yes. I think he. But now, he, now he could be the highest paid rugby player in the world, getting ten million. <laughs> From where, that's, that's where, where is he linked to go? No, that's Something it. like he's trying to he's trying to um, sue the. Uh, oh yeah, the yeah, RFU. yeah. Oh, well, it'd be interesting to see where he goes because I know there are a number of places that are interested in signing. Oh him. really? Yeah, I think America are interested in signing oh, yeah. him. Yeah, oh, he'd be perfect to start there, wouldn't he? Yeah, absolutely. Right, next one, mate. Are they in or are they out? First up is. George Bridge, in or out? In. Final answer? Yes. Yes, you are correct. He is in. In or out? Jordan Tafua, in or out? Oh, I think he might be out. Oh. Where do you think he's going? (laughs) I don't know. All black, isn't he? Jordan Tafua? Yeah. Is he an all black? Yes, he is an all black. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I wouldn't have a clue. He's young, isn't he, as well? I wouldn't have a clue, is he, but I think he's going. You're right. Yeah. He is going, yeah. He's going Where's off he going? to the Leicester Tigers. Oh, yeah. Off the, and that'll be a great shout from the Leicester Tigers, because they, they have really struggled this year. They have, yeah. Uh, so for him... I know a guy. I used to go to a, to school with a guy from... Uh, go on, <laughs> who, who, who was it, mate? Who Brendan was it? O'Connor. Brendan O'Connor? Yeah. He's not a bad little player. He was. He used to play at um, Crusaders as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a good player. Mm. Good player. So you, it's, uh, you've you got those two right. So it's it's 2-1. Uh, Final question for me. Yeah, God, this is going to be a tough one, eh? So, right, mate. We've got New Zealand now. I've just realised that some of my answers are on the back of my page here. Oh, don't worry, mate. I, was, uh, I wasn't looking at all. <laughs> I think I know this answer, though. I right. think I know this answer, uh, but I don't. I don't know for definite, but I think I know it. Okay. Can I just put it out there and say I think the highest paid player is either <laughs> Kieran Reed or Rico. So we've got Bowden Barrett. Oh, that's a good shout! Didn't, <laughs> didn't think about Bowden. Reed. Yeah. Rico or Sonny Bill. Oh, jeez, this is tough. I think it's Reed. I think he was signed, and I, I think some of those other guys maybe deserve more money to stay. Mm. I think he is the highest paid player. Reed. Reed. My final answer <laughs> is Reed. Guess who was, though? Guess who was? Who? Julian Savia was, and then he had a shocker, didn't he? He did. So they were paying him huge money. Yeah. I think that's why they got rid of him. I think they literally they wanted to get rid of him so that he they didn't have to foot that bill anymore. Yeah, because he wasn't producing it on the on the pitch. But I think it's Reed. Okay, so we've got Bowden Barrett at five hundred nineteen thousand. Okay, he's worth way more than that, isn't he? Sunny Bill exactly the same. Okay, Reed exactly the same. Oh, and Rico on two million pounds. Two million pounds. <laughs> That's amazing, isn't <laughs> That's it? Ridiculous. But I'm sure Reed gets more from other things, endorsements, endorsements and all that sort of thing. That's and amazing, I'm sure, isn't it? I'm sure Sonny gets exactly the same. He gets way more through that, and so will Bowden Barrett. Rico, eh? Mm. He's young as He's well. Really isn't he? Young. Isn't he a young whippersnapper? <laughs> I reckon you could have given him like a bag of sweets, yeah. and he would have just stayed in New Give Zealand. Give him some new boots. <laughs> Yeah, fellas, a bag of Harry Bow. That'll here's keep some, you going for a while. Some pick and mix. I'll give you a dollar <laughs> for some pick and mix. Right, mate. That's a good question. Yeah. Can I just say, well done. I'm going to give you a round of applause, mate. That was <laughs> fantastic. So patronising. For you, very, very well done. Okay. In or out? In or out? First one up. This is the Highlanders. Oh, yeah. Elliot Dixon. Oh, I would never. Elliot Dixon went to my school. He's way younger than me. I'm sure you can tell. He went to my school, and he was the second All Black from my school. Really good school, St. Bede's College. Only two All Blacks that I think. Really? Yeah. Um, Preston. 
going way back now, sort of reserve scrum half, and Elliot Dixon. Anyway, Alec Dixon in or out? Can I have the second person first, please? No, you can't. Mm. Um, I think he might be staying. He's not good enough to go overseas. Not at the moment. He he what? He potentially was. He was an All Black. <clears throat> yeah, he's not an All Black anymore, is he? No, but no. Okay, no. You, you think he's gonna? I think he's gonna stay. You're correct. Yeah. What about? Bryn Gatlin, in or out? <laughs> Bryn Gatlin, that's Warren's son, isn't it? That's right. I Warren's think he's son. staying. You think he's staying? Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Yes. I wasn't going to ask that question. I was going to ask yeah, well, Jackson Hemapo, in or out? He's going, I think. He is going, yeah. yeah. And that he's going off to Japan to mm. play for the, I couldn't pronounce his name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can I just say, though, I've got a few. The Mitsubishi. The Mitsubishi? Mitsubishi, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Can I just I'm going to ask you an extra question, though. Go on, then. Now, who do you think the highest paid in the world is? In is the it? world? Yeah, I've got some here. Daniel Carter, Matt Gitto, Charles Piatow, or a bloke called I'm Ayumu? Um, I would I would have said it was uh, Falau, but, you know, you blew my Falau thing out the water by saying Rico. So I'm amazed that anyone else is more than that because the research that I did was saying that it was less than two million per player. So it must be. So you did try and undercut no, me. No, no, no. I, yeah, I, you I, did. I, I did research ages ago, not on Super Rugby players. Right. Just, okay. In fact, I've got a list here of the top rugby players. Oh, oh no! Whoa, whoa, I had it. Whoa, whoa, I had it. Whoa, whoa, I had a list, and it's not the same as your list. I think you've made up some of these numbers. <laughs> Can I just Dan, say Dan can Carter I, then? Can I'm I just say, say Dan Carter then? Rico is reportedly on two million. It hasn't been confirmed. <laughs> I'm just reading what, what I found on the internet. Anyway, you, I still want. Did you ring up his mum and say, "How much is your oh, son on?" Oh, Rico, can you tell me? Uh, can you tell me how much you're in? So, Dan Carter, mate. Daniel Carter's on one point one million pounds. Yeah, but I reckon Falau's on one point four. He's on point one point one four. Okay, so he's higher. Then we've got Matt Gitto. Yeah, who's on one point one million. Not worth it, eh? Charles Piertel's on one yeah. million. I know. Is he at the Exeter Chiefs? No, he's at the Bristol <coughs> Bears, mate. Bristol Bears. Bristol okay. Bears. They've got loads of cash because um they've got also the other New Zealander, big fella, number eight. Stephen Lua Tua. Oh, yeah, they 625, do. 625,000 yeah. or something like that? Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> now, Ayumu from Japan no. is on 1.4 million pounds. Really? He used to play for the Reds. I don't care who he played for. He's not that good, <laughs> is he? <laughs> he was pretty good, to be fair. <laughs> it was off the back <clears throat> of the World Cup. Of the World Cup, yeah. So is he, is he the highest... Highest paid. Apart from Rico, who's obviously reportedly yes. getting two so million a car and so a house. I, so I won. Fantastic no, week we, for me. We actually drew, mate. No, to I, all. No, to I won. all. You lost. You lost the most. You got the most questions wrong. You got four questions wrong. I only got. No, sorry. You got two questions wrong, and I only got one. I got one question wrong. Yes, you did. Don't try and. There's buddy. a bonus question as well. You could have won the game for it. <laughs> okay, so we're looking at the points uh, per conference, and we've got the Brumbies on 43. No one can catch them. Looking there. good, yeah. So they're looking good, and they could overtake the Hurricanes. No, they no, can't they overtake couldn't. the Hurricanes. No, so they're third. Hurricanes are looking good, but they could the Jaguars, the Haguares, sorry, 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 46, so they could potentially overtake the Hurricanes. So that's a massive game to play, and yep. the Hurricanes then need to really make sure that they pull it out because if the Hurricanes go and they win their quarterfinal, then that would mean that potentially... It will be an away semi. It'll be an away semi. Very, very interesting. So obviously the Brumbies on 43... Brumbies can't be caught. Can't be caught. Crusaders can't be caught. The Hurricanes could be caught. And the Jaguar... Or the the Jaguar can't Jaguar be caught. Race, 46 can't be caught in there. So very, very interesting. Yeah. But 
the big key for the Jaguares is to play those games at home. And yes, if they play definitely. all their games at home. They're in with a sniff. They're in with a sniff. If they've got to travel to the Crusaders, I mean, I'm not saying the Crusaders will make the final. No. If they have a bad game, but they're if, out. Yeah. But their record at home has been very, very good. Very, very good. Anyway, that is the end of the podcast. It's been a good one. Well, it's been over two days because the computer went pop. So That's why we're a little bit late. <laughs> that's why we're a bit late. So I apologize for that. But next week, I just can't wait for it already. Oh. It's only a few days away. I know. It's going to be exciting. It will and be then very we're good. into quarters, semis, and finals. But anyway, it's been a real pleasure being in your homes, in your cars, in your ears. In your ears. Definitely that's, in your ears. I think that just that's sounds the only weird, place we've been. Mate. That sounds <laughs> weird. Anyway, till next week. Ciao. Podcast Network.